All right, guys. Good morning once again. It is Sunday, July 2nd, 2023. It's the MBOB Daily Podcast. I am your host, as always, Adam Arden, joined by my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. And uh, Marcel, we're going to recap, we're going to preview, excuse me, UFC 290. I can't wait for this card, guys. I'm going to be there in Vegas next week. It's going to be awesome. Looking forward to it. Um, we're going to preview that, Marcel, and then we'll, we'll quickly do the uh, PFL, I think it was PFL Europe 2, uh, Germany. Do that one really quick. But at the end of this, but most of the show is going to be at 290. Be with you guys for about the next about an hour, maybe a little bit less. But uh, yeah, we got a bunch of fights here, Marcel. Always ask you, what do you think about the car overall? I mean, this is about as good as it gets, right? It's a fun card. Yeah, it looks good. Um, I think the main card is fun. I think the prelims looking good. Early prelims are okay, you know. Um, yeah, looking forward to it, man. You know, uh, probably a lot of people are not really uh, happy with the main event. You know, they want it to be John Jones or whatever, you know. But I think it's a great fight. And I think the co-main event is a fun fight as well, you know. Both title fights are really fun. Looking forward to it. Uh, you're going to be there live, so you're looking forward to it even more than I do. So, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, fun card, you know. I mean... We're watching it anyways, even if it sucks, you know. The week yeah. after this one, we are getting like the watered down uh, version of uh, of the be- of the least apex car there is, pretty much. So, I mean, and there's no disrespect to those fighters on there, man. But I mean, it's it's a huge difference with this card and next week's card. So, yeah, yeah. Again, you know, we hope that Jack Delamena gets a fight. It's Sunday. Definitely. He doesn't have, doesn't have a fight yet, guys. So you won't get our pick for that fight or a breakdown, I should say. But. Uh, I hope he gets a fight. I mean, I'll, I'll likely pick him against whoever he's taking, though, because he does have the full camp. Anyways, we'll see what happens. So, Glenn, he says, uh, Nichols should be fine in the early prelims. I mean, UFC loves him, man. They think if he's a future superstar, clearly. Yeah, Yasmin. That's your girl, George, right? Hell of a car, Joe. It's going to be a good one. All right, let's say, let's get into it, guys. So, um, newest fight added to the card is uh, Edgar Charbez against Tassur Tyra. I believe it's a 130-pound catchweight. Is that correct, Marcel? That's correct, yeah. Um, the fight is not listed on UFC stats, but uh, I'll, we'll just talk about it first. It, it is signed according to Marcel. It's going to happen, so thankfully this fight's uh, going to be... I don't know why it's on the site yet, but it's happening. Um, also, this one, guys, are extremely wide. Tyra is minus 900. Edgar Charbez making his debut here in short notice, plus 550. I mean... Marcel, I don't think we need to keep this one long, do we? Like, obviously, Tyra's going to win the fight. Like, the guy is phenomenal prospect, good everywhere. We're, I think we were both picking him against Clayton. He was a huge fan against Clayton. This is a easier fight. Edgar Suarez is not a terrible fighter. He's pretty good. He had that fight in Contender Series against Clayton Carpenter. It was a good, exciting fight. He's won two fights since then, won four of his last five. I think he's UFC caliber. I really do. I think it's a good signing, but this is a horrible matchup for him to make his debut on short notice. So, yeah, I'd be shocked if this guy won. Uh, I'm... I'm going with Tyra Marcel. I think he probably submits this guy. What do you think, man? Wrong with you. Yeah, man. I mean, Edgar Chiras is a pretty fun fighter. You know, he had that uh, crazy fight in uh, Fury FC last time against uh, J- Johnny Vasquez, where that referee sucked, you know. Um, watch it back if you haven't seen it. Um, he's a decent fighter, you know. At the same time, he has a loss over Jesus Aguilar, who's also on this, on this Jesus Aguilar, I should say, is <laughs> also on... Yeah, is on this is on this card. And Tyra, oh, uh, yeah, I'm so sorry. And Tyra actually won against him pretty easily in the first round in his last fight in February. Um, yeah, I'm Tyra here as well. I think Tyra submits him. I'll go with submission in the second round for uh, for uh, Edgar Chires. I'm sorry, Jesus Aguilar. Jesus <laughs> That's funny. Uh, lost the yeah from the Big Lebowski. That's so funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't think we need to say too much more about this one, Marcel. This fight is about as uh, clear as it gets. Yeah. I mean, I'd be more, way more shocked that if this guy lost than Gurum losing last week. I was pretty shocked about that. All right, guys, let's get to the next fight here. Um, 
Kamala Kirking on Estevan Rebovics in a lightweight bout. Odds for this one right now, uh, Rebovics minus 205, plus 175 on Kirk. I just don't really understand why this fight's on this card. I'm just a little confused. Like, it's not really, like, the kind of fight they usually put on a card like this. Because the rest of the card, I mean, it's pretty stacked. And this fight kind of sticks out like a sore thumb, in my opinion. Like, I know Esteban had a really good debut fight, okay? UFC must have been high on him, right? Because his debut was great against uh, Loic. Um, he lost the fight, but it was a very exciting fight. But, like, Kirk, I don't know, man. He hasn't really been impressive um, to me anyways. Barely fights. Uh, sorry, Marcel. I guess I'm going to start first. <laughs> I was going to yeah, ask yeah, no, you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm really getting into it. I mean, like, I don't know. Kirk, I don't think he's looked great. I don't really think moving up to lightweight is a great move for him either. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, like, not cutting as much weight will help him. He's a pretty big featherweight, so maybe. But uh, I haven't been impressed with him, man. Um, obviously, he got you know, dominated by Jackson, submitted. Macklemore Connie fight guys on paper it's a win. I thought he lost that fight. I'm still yeah. a little confused how he won that fight. Like I don't. I'm looking at the scorecards. How did one judge have it 327 for Kirk? That's so weird. It was one of those fights where Murray had like top control the entire fight, and then Kirk was laying punches off the bottom. I get it; he was more active, but I don't know that fight. That one and the Yana Santos and Caitlin Vieira fight are like two of those rare examples of when the fighter at the bottom wins. Like it doesn't happen that often. Anyways, I, I just and in the fight with Billy Q and Contender a few years ago, like again, not super impressive. Like. In LFA, he looked okay. I'll give him that. But, like, that's not the UFC, right? And at the UFC level, I don't think Kirk is really, like, I don't know if he's UFC caliber, man. And I'm not sure about him fighting at this weight class either. Um, Rebovitz lost his debut, got taken down a lot, I think 11 times. So, clearly, the takedown defense is an issue. There's no doubt. But, uh, you know, even with that being said, like, I, I think he can keep this fight standing and knock out Kirk. Like, I, I, the guy has a lot of power. You've seen that. Um, and I think that experience of fighting Loic, even though he lost the fight, that was good experience. That was a great fight. That fight should have been fight of the night. Dana White wasn't there for that fight. That was on 285. That should have been a bonus-worthy fight. It was a very good fight. Um, and before that, won all his fights by stoppage. So he proved he can go three rounds, even though he, he lost. Um, I think it'll look even better in this fight. I'm going with this man. I'm going to take him win by knockout, Mark, so I don't trust Kirk. I'm taking Reba this fight by TKO. Who you picking? Yeah, he's, I mean, Kamala Kirk is obviously not a Star Trek fan, so I can't trust him. I mean, what's your last name? Kirk, I'm not your nickname, Captain. I mean, what you want me to do? Um, on a serious note, I'm more impressed by Rebo Feet so far. You know, I think Rebo Feet is, uh, is is a pretty decent uh, prospect. You know, lost his last fight against Radzabov, but did very well. Came back in that fight, almost won, didn't, but looked good. Uh, Kirk hasn't impressed me so far in the UFC. Got that win, like you said, against Marquan Americani, a fight I think he didn't want, actually. Um, I lost to Jackson. Yeah, I'm also on Rebo Feet, and I'm actually with you. I'm taking him second round knockout for uh, Esteban Rebo Feet. Yeah, I think he wins too. Antoine, what's up, man? Glad to have you in the chat, dude. No worries. You can go back and listen to the, uh, the recap podcast, the the, uh, the the replays up. All right, so that, that was it for that fight, Marcel. Um, go to the next one here. Again, guys, we're using the UFC stats bout order, but it is subject to change, right, Marcel? The bout order, I believe. Um, it potentially could uh, switch up because, again, um, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Jack and, and his replacement. All right, next fight, Cameron Simon taking on Terrence Mitchell. Short notice fight for Mitchell filling in here against Simon, and who's a big favorite uh, as expected. Cameron Simon minus 400, minus 450 now actually, plus 360 on Mitchell. Um, yeah, I mean, Marcel, like this guy is this is a this is a tough debut, man. 
you know, coming in a short notice against a really good young prospect in Simon. Mm-hmm. I know Simon's not flawless, and you know what? I'll tell you right now, if you can make a bet on the fight on a point deduction, this might be the fight to do it because this guy's committed the insane amount of fouls in his first two fights in the UFC. Now, he's I won mean, them both. He's look, go ahead. What are you going to say? We all know how much he loved the Alaska FC guy. So. Yeah, they, except for Jared. Jared Kennedy is the only good one. But, uh, yeah, Marcel, I mean, like, this guy's looked outstanding for the most part. I just think the fouls are a problem. Um, so I would look at that point deduction. You see, like, plus 2,000 odds. Maybe it's worth a small poke. You know, that I think I'm going to – I'll throw five bucks on it. Why not? Like – I think that there's a chance this guy gets another foul unless he just gets this guy out of there so quick, which is possible. Christian Rodriguez was going to be a pretty tough fight, I think, for this guy, but this, yeah. this fight he should win. I mean, Mitchell, guys, he's 33. He's making his debut. He, okay, to be fair, he hasn't lost since 2010. He did lose the Kai Karafans of the show, but as a pro, he hasn't lost in 13 years. And, he, you know, he's looking good, but the, the, the level of competition is so low here. Like, the, the guys he's fought are so bad, and the one time he does fight a really good opponent in Kai Carfights gets KO'd in three seconds. <sighs> I guess he's got a puncher's chance or something like that, maybe like because anyone does in the sport. But like, I think Simon could be, wins easily. I think he could be even bigger favorite. Like, he's not flawless. The, the point deductions are bothering me. That the fouls, but the guys look good. I, I want to show you guys a fight about uh, with uh, Mitchell, by the way, Marcel. There's a there's a fight here I watched with him. I did, I want to see what he looked like. There's a fight where he lost. I always like to see um, when guys, you know, looking for guys to, how they win is always important, but looking at how they lose is also important too. So we look at that fight in uh, in um, what's it called? Ultimate uh, fight. Uh, no, he lost three seconds. But there's another fight in his, on his record that he lost by knockout. I want to show you guys this. Fight. this one, right? You guys are going to be like, this is this is a crazy fight. This is twenty. Let me see it. Back Eastwood. This is the knockout. Your sound is fading, dude. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can. Sorry about that. All right. So this fight is from 2010, I want to say. This is his, this is his last pro loss in yeah. 2010. Watch this, Marcel. Watch. You guys can see this? Can you see this, Marcel? Yeah. 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 Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Look at this. Look, watch his legs. Look at his legs. Dude, look at this. Bro, I've never seen a guy like shake like this. Look at this, man. So it just worries me, dude. I don't know, man. Like the two the two times I've seen this guy lose, he gets destroyed, brutally knocked out. I think he gets knocked out in this fight too. I'm going with uh, Simon by Kiko. You picking Simon as well? Yeah, I feel like he's a good fighter. I feel like he needs a lot. <laughs> he needs to control his his uh, weapons, like they say. You know, <laughs> that's uh, what Chris Tyone says, right? Control yeah. your weapons, sir. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I picked someone as well here, man. I kind of picked Mitchell. Uh, Mitchell ain't bad fighter at all, but I mean, so I think Simon has a lot of talent. I really like what I saw so far from him, uh, despite the falls. Um, I think he puts him away first or second round. Yeah, yeah, I think he knocks him up too. All right, but watch that was a crazy knockout. Eh? The legs, the way he was shaking, yeah. it's very, very disturbing. All right, next it's fight like, here. like a Polaroid picture. Yeah. <laughs> next fight here, we got uh, Shannon Ross taking on. Jesus Aguilar, another fight, like, I feel like this is a fight that, it could be an exciting fight, right? But, like, does this really need to be on this pay-per-view card? I just feel like there's other fighters that are kind of more deserving of the crowd. You know, more stuff that makes sense. Because yeah. um, there's some fighters that really haven't fought at all in front of the crowd in a long time. Um, and this fight is kind of like a, this is, to me, is more of like, this is like a, a contender series fight, you know? I, again, it could be exciting, but I, I don't know if these guys really are UFC caliber. Right now, we got Jesus Aguilar, Marcel, the Jesus, minus 200, Shannon Ross, plus 70. <laughs> I mean, listen, Jesus has got a nasty guillotine choke. Like, it's his best weapon. There's no doubt about it. Um, it's nasty. 
He's I think most of his wins are by guillotine, right? Um, he he actually had Tyra right in it, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, other than that, he's kind of submission or bust, right? And then Ross gets destroyed by Clayton. Um, actually, the last two fights he got knocked out. I, he's the only guy I think on contender that was signed after a loss. It was a good yeah. fight, but. I, th- I question his durability. He's lost three of his last four fights. It's kind of weird he's even in the UFC, in my opinion. I know he's got a lot of experience. The odds maybe are a little bit too higher, possibly, because Jesus is kind of submission or bust, and if Ross can keep his game, he's kind of a dog. You know, I know he's you know he's getting knocked out, but he, he'll fight for your money, at least, for until he gets <laughs> unconscious. I I can't pick Ross, man. I, I, I'll go with Aguilar, but like it's not. I don't, I'm not running to the window lane minus 200 in this dude, you know? I do think he probably wins by submission. That's that's what he does. So I'll I'll, I'll make that pick. And and uh, Steve Ursig was able to submit to Shane Ross. So Ursig's really good in the ground, no doubt about it. But I, I think you know you see him get submitted. And who knows? Maybe he gets taken out, gets grounded, pounded. I, I can't pick Shane Ross. Um, uh, Hayes Aguilar, I just I'm just it's not what I'm super confident in. And again, it's kind of a lower level fight in the division. Any, any thoughts? I pick our I pick our Lord and Savior. He's Jesus Aguilar. Uh, I think he got some guillotine choke in the first round, man. I, I mean, the, and I wasn't, I wasn't thinking to probably ever pick Jesus Aguilar, dude. So, uh, but against Shannon Ross, I'm picking him. Yeah, I think he gets a guillotine choke. So, uh, our Lord and Savior, he Jesus Aguilar, we're picking him. Also, I, I think I screwed up the bout order, guys. I'm sorry. I, I think this was supposed to be ahead of the last fight. Uh, you screws up the broad order the whole damn time. So, I, I, my my bad. I, I I think I switched this in the other fight. But again, we don't know the the actual bone injury yet. So it's funny how that just happened though. I have topology open and UFC stats, Marcel, and I looked at both, and that's what happened there. Anyways, uh, yeah. I mean, I I think this guy probably wins by sub. All right, next fight we got um, white heavyweights. Seven. Actually, back to back two or five pound fights, Marcel. This one is Vitor Petrino against Marcin Pratchnio. Vitor Petrino, minus 275, plus 230 on Marcin Pratchio. Marcin Pratchio coming off an absolute dominant win over William Knight. You just refused to throw a strike. I mean, who are you, who are you picking in this one, man? I mean, Pratchio training in the Netherlands uh, with uh, Martin de Jong. Um, he actually lives in the Netherlands. So, um, I mean, with Prochno, it's like he had a really bad start in the UFC. A little bit came back, you know. Um, and that last fight, yeah, I mean, what can you say about it? Knight didn't do jack shit. And Prochno didn't finish him as, as he could, I think. Uh, Petrino, last fight, uh, was against uh, Anton Turkaj. That was his, uh, his debut. I thought it was a really wild fight. The UFC gave it a fight of the night. I don't think it was a fight of the night, but a good win for him there. Um I cannot pick Pratnio in this fight. You know what I mean? I think Petrino can finish him. I think Petrino is, is a dangerous guy, you know, and uh, I think Petrino likely puts him away in the first round. So I'm picking Petrino by knockout here. I, just, I don't trust Pratnio still. I, I, there's, I can't pick, I, I don't think I've picked this guy ever to win in the UFC, maybe. Um, I, I just don't think he's that good. I, actually, I picked him against Ike, maybe. Maybe that was the yeah. one. But like, this guy, I. Listen, he looked good in his last fight. He's looked pretty good lately. I'll give him that. You know, he's looked pretty good. Much his better than the start, yeah. Yeah, his striking has looked good. I mean, there's no doubt. But I still don't trust the chin. Anyone gets knocked out by Alvi and Rodriguez, I just, I don't know, man. The guy's been knocked out four times in his career. Don't trust him here. Vitor Petrino, a lot of knockouts. And then here's the thing. Why, even though he didn't win his, de- uh, his debut against Anton Turkai, the pleasure man, by, by knockout, 
I'm almost be- happy he won by decision because it showed he can go the full 15. Like, yeah, right. And he, he didn't really gas. Like, he, his cardio was still pretty good. He won dominant scorecards, a lot of takedowns in that fight, both ways. But, you know, he was on uh, top most of the time. Yeah. I mean, the guy, I think, is he's pretty good. Um, I, I'm not sure how high his ceiling is, but I think this is a winnable fight. So I'll pick it by knockout. Maybe the odds are, a little, again, maybe a little inflated here. I'm not, again, running to the window to bet minus 275 on. Vitor Petrino, but I think he probably wins this fight by TKO, if I had to guess. Yeah, I, I think he probably wins, too. Uh, Petrino will probably lose. Uh, how do you guys rate the poster? Poster uh, behind Marcel? Yeah, it's good. It's a good poster. Um, yeah, I think it's a good one. All right, next up, we got another uh, light heavyweight fight between Jimmy Crutes and Luazo Menifold, the rematch. So the first fight happened, I believe, earlier this year, right? And it, was a, it was a really good fight. And a lot of you were saying, like, why did we need this rematch? Well, I don't know, man. I thought the first fight was great, personally. So, like, I, I think it's fine. I, it was a draw. You know, we don't see draws too often at 205. I think it's fine. Um, it was a great fight. Um, right now, for the rematch, we have the odds at Jimmy Crutes minus 115 and Wanza minus 105. It's basically a pick em. Um I picked I picked Crutes to win the first fight. Manifield, I, I think I had it a draw, but uh, Manifield did well. So, I don't know. What do you think, man, about this rematch? I honestly didn't need to see the rematch, dude. Um, this fight I mean, was great, man. It was an awesome fight. It was okay. It was I okay. thought it was great, but both guys gassed, so I get it. Uh, I mean, yeah, um, I think I was pretty high on Jimmy Crude before the first fight last time, and I feel like it's a little bit more even after we see the first fight. Uh, it was a draw, but I feel like it's a little bit more even. Um, I actually wasn't really impressed with Jimmy Crude in this one. I think Alonzo Manifield did better than, yeah. than, than Jimmy Crude. I actually think he, in my opinion, he actually won the fight. Um, it's difficult, you know, it's difficult. Do we see, was there something with Jamie Crude last time because he didn't perform as we expected? Uh, did Manifield just got better and he's actually the better guy? It's so difficult. I still stand by my first pick last time and I still say it again. I think if Jimmy Crude can get to his potential, Jimmy Crude should win the fight. He just has to stay away from the knockout power from Alonzo Menafield, you know? So I'm picking Jimmy Crude by decision here. Yeah, I like Crude the first fight, but I, I don't think I could pick him this time around. I'm going to switch my pick. So for the rematch, I'll go with Menafield. I'm just, I don't know, man. I, I think Crude taking so much damage, guys. Like, he's lucky he survived the first two rounds here. He got dropped multiple times. I, just, I, I feel like there's a durability issue here now. Um, it's sad. He's only twenty, what, twenty-seven years old, but taking so much damage in the UFC, a lot of wars already. Manifield, you know, cracks hard, man. And I get it. He got taken down a lot, and Crew had some submission attempts, and Crew came back in that third round, I think it was. But uh, yeah, Manifield, I, the base on the first fight it was only like what five, six months ago. It wasn't that long ago, five mm-hmm. months ago. Based on that, I have to go with him again. So, or this time around, I should say, I'm going to go with Manifield this time, man. So we, we have a different pick here. I'll take Manifield. I'll take him by knockout because uh, Crew got dropped twice in that fight. Um, got knocked out two fights before that. I think the chain's on a bit of a decline here, guys. So Manifield by TKO. Um, yeah, I think I think Crew gets knocked out. That's what I said. Um, Pratchel, yeah, I mean Petrino. I, again, he's favored. He's undefeated, guys. He he has a lot of power. He's got pretty good wrestling, but uh, I don't love the price at two set minus two seventy five. I am going to pick him Glenn in that fight, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there's definitely some uh, you know. Uh, padded record because a lot of guys are 0-0 as well. But again, he did get a couple wins over UFC caliber guys too, right? Get Antikulov and um, Turkai, Bolato. So he's some decent wins, but some bad ones. Anyways, um, 
draw again? I mean, maybe, maybe. The thing about the first fight, you're right. Like, Manifield didn't get 10-8 rounds, did he? And then Crew gets one, but Manifield dropped him a few times. Don't think this will make it over the first round. Yeah, that, probably not. All right, next fight here, guys. We've got Yasmin Yaregi against Denise Gomes. Yasmin is a big favorite here, man. Minus 410, plus 330 on, on Denise Gomes. Yeah, Yasmin is our girl, right, Marcel? She's going to win this fight. Um, probably by decision, I would, I would imagine. Maybe she gets this girl out of there, Denise, because she's so aggressive. But yeah, Denise looked great in her last fight, guys. Um, she looked outstanding, to be honest, and uh, deserved that win over Bruno Brazil as an underdog. Gets the knockout. Probably should have got a bonus, too, to be fair. Um, yeah, I mean, she, I think she'll carry, uh, you know, uh, some of the momentum with uh, from her girlfriend, Carol Hosa, winning into this fight, and she'll make it a good fight. It'll go the three rounds. But I think Yaregi just pieces her up. I think it's going to be a good fight. It'll be like, a really fun fight to watch, but I think Yaregi was outstriker in the full three rounds, be better defensively, and win a clear decision. So that's my pick here. I, I think she'll probably win 30-27 on the scorecards. Uh, I do think she wins. I think she's one of the more stronger like picks on the card for me. Um, I absolutely think she wins this fight. What do you think, Ren? Yeah, I'll let you down, man. I'm sorry, my camera went blank for some reason, but um, sure. yeah, I think I think she wins as well. You know, um, I'm really high on Yaregi. Um she had difficulties with Nunes, with uh, still on Nunes man in the first round, you know. But after that, she took over and uh, she did really well. Um, I actually think she can get a stoppage here, man. I think Gomez is super aggressive, um, but I think Horegi is much more technical. Um, I'm taking Horegi by TK on the third round. Yeah, I think she wins too. So I'm with you on this one. Uh, yeah, I mean, who's not going to pick her here? Right? She's looking great in the UFC, man. And again. You know that the UFC is trying to build her up. I imagine if she gets a win and doesn't take too much damage, she'll be on that card in uh, Vegas for uh, next game, Independence Day. All right, next fight, guys. This is the – well, I mean, not this could be the final prelim. We're just waiting to see what happens with Jack Dillon Madeline. Again, hopefully he stays in the card. We don't know where he's going to fight now. It's Sunday morning so or Sunday afternoon, I should say. We don't know yet. But uh, next up, fight we do know about, and this fight could also be fight of the night, man. Nico Price taking a Robbie Lawler in what is supposed to be Robbie Lawler's retirement fight. At least for MMA, I mean, I, don't be surprised, man, if he ends up fighting in, like, bare knuckle or something, Marcel, or something like that. I wouldn't surprise you guys. It really wouldn't. You know, if you go to, like, Corey Mazinov's promotion does, like, the bare knuckle thing, um, none of it would surprise me. Or boxing, I should say. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a great fight, though. Right now, Nico Price is a big favorite here, man. Minus 260, plus 220 on Robbie Lawler. What do you think about that? Like, bro, the odds are really high here. What do you think, man? I can't disagree, man. I know people will probably uh, fade Lawler because of the Barbarina fight last time, but Nico hasn't looked great either, you know, as of lately. So um, I think Lawler can can go for a last time hard, and I think he can get a win. I'm picking Lawler by decision. Maybe I'm crazy, but I think he can do it, you know. By decision, eh? So yeah, by decision. Or I don't know. If this fight goes three, personally, man. Um, not to say you're going to be wrong. You might be right, Marcel. Again, I did the girl would get knocked out. Like, you never know, right? But I think someone gets finished, Marcel. I'm pretty confident someone's going to get knocked out in this fight, personally. Just the way they fight. It's his last fight. I think he's going to want to go in the shield, you know, just the way he fights. I don't blame him for taking a shot. I mean, the odds are crazy here. Plus 220. I mean, he's definitely got a chance. The odds are way off in this fight. Very disrespectful, in my opinion. To a guy that, you know, Nico Price does not look great, like you said, Marcel. But he is younger, right? Seven years younger. Uh, it's just hard to pick Robbie at age 41. He's, he hasn't looked great. He's one in five in his last six. Did look, you know, decent against Barbarina before he got finished, but he ends up getting knocked out there. And uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I think he's got a chance like you. I think he does have a chance. I want to pick him. I want to because he's one of my all-time favorites. 
but I just don't really pick the 40 plus fighters that often, man. I got to go with Nico Price by TKO. I think he'll just put him away like Barbarina with volume. Again, he, it wouldn't surprise me though if he gets knocked out. Defensively, he's not sound at all. So, Nico Knockout for me. Yeah, he's a legend, Marcel. He is. Joe likes but Nico here. Yeah, can't pick Lawler. That's kind of where I'm feeling too. Lawler by decision. It's possible. Uh, when do you guys think Lawler gets inducted as a fighter? They probably won't put him in now as a fighter because they're putting him in for this fight with uh, McDonald. I, I still think it's I I'm just still not convinced that you know because your fight's in the Hall of Fame that you're a Hall of Famer. Like I, I that's me. Like do Choi's not a Hall of Fame fighter. Like this is ridiculous. But his fight's a Hall of Fame fight. I, I never knew that that would was part of it. But yes, yeah, so when the fight when the fight gets inducted, the fighter also gets inducted. So all these guys like Frank Trigg and and Dewey Choi Cups wants they're all Hall of Famers now. And Gustafson, <laughs> it's crazy, right? Like to me, it, it's kind of weird. But the fight was phenomenal, and uh, yeah, Blow would have been Hall of Famer either way. Um, but Roy McDonald probably wouldn't have been. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. By the way, uh, did, did you yeah. saw last night that uh, on the main event with the Strickland interview? First, my tweet popped up on screen, and then yours popped up on screen. I, I, I didn't notice. I, I think I was just typing, but that's awesome. <laughs> that's so cool. That is so cool. All right, we'll go to the main card here, guys. We got Bo Nickel taking on Trishon Gore, kicking off the card. Huge odds here on Bo Nickel, minus twelve fifty, plus eight hundred Trishon Gore. I mean, the odds are, are are really high here. Like Bo Nickel should win, right? He's one of the best prospects we've ever seen. Phenomenal wrestler. Dominant wrestling, um, but he's still kind of green. I mean, the fight with Jane Pickett showed that, in my opinion. Like, I know he won, guys, but he still looked kind of green in that fight. Uh, Trishaw Gorn, here's the thing, though. He only has six fights himself, so it's like they gave him another guy who's really green. Um, Gorn's coming off a nice win over a friend. I'll give him credit for that. Great performance, great finish, but, you know, didn't really impress me before that. And, again, not much experience. I'm pretty sure Bo Nickel just takes him down, probably submits him, maybe finishes ground and pound. I don't know, but uh, – I don't really know if I want to bet. Like, I wouldn't. Even, I don't even know if I would parlay it. I should say at minus twelve fifty. Like, it doesn't add a lot to a parlay. And if he loses, you're going to be like, "Why did I add this to my parlay?" So he should win, guys. Like, I'm pretty sure he wins the fight by by stoppage. But maybe that's the way to go instead. Trying to look for a prop to cut down the juice. Maybe that's the way to do it because, yeah, it would suck if you had like a parlay going with like three or four guys in this card and then this one loses because it didn't add a lot. I'm pretty sure he wins. Um, by stoppage, I would look for a prop. What do you think, man? Oh, definitely. You know, um, listen, man, Gore got a good win in his last against Josh Fram. Before that, uh, didn't do good against Brian Battle and looked really bad against Cody Brundage. Um, Bo Nickel, yeah, he had that weird uh, Jamie Pickett fight where we uh, hit him in the nuts first and then uh, got him to the ground and submitted him. I honestly think he can submit Gore, dude. Uh, I think uh, this is. Uh, matchmaking by the UFC to get Nickel another win here. Um, Bo Nickel um, submission first round. Um, I I understand that many people are like, ah, submission first round. I'm not going to pick anything else. Yeah. I mean, he should win. But again, like, the odds are so high here. Gore's not terrible. Like, he's not a complete He's athletic. He's got some power. He's got some submissions. I don't think it's an upset here, but like, I'm not running to, to bet on, on the guy at minus 150. They get some yeah, comments. Sure. Um, Robbie will only be worse one year post Barbarina loss, probably, but we'll see. I mean, maybe he's got one more in him. Maybe. Nico's the same class Barbarina. Probably, yeah, he's about the same level. Maybe that's the fight to make. Next. Tough fighting stats. Can't see. Well, I can see Lawler by decision. Okay, so he likes that, but like you, Marcel. <clears throat> Bowed in five minutes total time. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's taking a strong gore. Should start sprinkling Bo opposition to lose at some point. Yeah, he, he, I don't know if he'll have to go undefeated, but like I think this is a fight you should win, right? Again, minus 150 sucks, though. I mean, when fights like this, still bogus a step up. 
this might be the last one, maybe. Maybe they'll give him like one more fight in like the end of the year card or something, like the one in December. Um, against someone that's you know decent. Like a lot of people want to see him top fight a top fifteen guy. Like we'll see, we'll see. Bo Bo's gonna get tons of screen time. People like him; he's popular. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. This is a good one too. This could be fight of the night too. I think Jalen Turner taking on Dan Hooker. Awesome fight here. Jalen Turner minus two forty. Dan Hooker plus two hundred. Jalen Turner a big favorite here. Marcel, what do you think? I think Jalen Turner is going to destroy Dan Hooker, man. That's what I think. Um, Jalen Turner, he's on the upside uh, right now. I know we lost to Matthias Gamera, but he looked pretty good in that fight. Lost split decision because of the takedowns, pretty much, you know. Um, and Dan Hooker, Dan Hooker got a good win over Claudio Puelas, but Puelas really one one dimensional fighter. We got to say it, we were both high on him, but man, dude, that zero striking, uh, only wanted to go to the ground, and uh, after that, he was gassed. Um, Dude, Jalen Turner knocks him the fuck out in the first round, I think. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really high here on Jalen Turner. And it's also a fade on Dan Hooker because I don't think he's that great. So, um, Jalen Turner, first round knockout. I, I think he wins, too. I like him by finish, too, man. I just, I think Dan, I know he looked great in his last fight. I'll give him credit. Like, he looked outstanding against, uh, what's his name, uh, Claudio Poyas, who we were both high on. I mean, we were both high on that guy. Yeah, and, you know, he got destroyed. He got exposed, too. He got exposed, right? But again, I just think Dan's been so many wars, man, and the amount of damage he's taken, it's concerning. He's a dog, though, man. He'll, he's a dog. He'll fight, for, he'll fight for your money. I'll give him that. But uh, Jalen Turner's look great, man. I mean, the fight with Gamera was very close. Like, imagine if he did win the split there. Like, mm -hmm. he'd be on a six-fight win streak, and you could be talking about him as, like, a number one contender, potentially, with another win or two. So I think he's really good. Um, he's cleaned up a lot of the holes in this game. Um He's just a really good fighter, and the thing is, like, I think maybe the, like the really top end grapplers give everything a mystery. Like an Armand probably beats him, but these guys are like more striking based fighters, like like a Riddell or a Malarkey or Medic, Urus Medic, or even Hooker. Even though Hooker's more well rounded, than those guys, even Josh Kuba, right? These are all striking based fighters. He's getting, mm -hmm. um, and for the most part, just taking them into you know deep, not even deep waters. Like he's just he does, you know, you can get you out of there first or second round. But anyways, the point is, like, this guy has just looked great, and. uh he, he's so big for this weight class, man. He's so tall, so long. He just matches up really well with Dan Hooker. I think this is a terrible matchup for Dan Hooker. And I think Jalen knocks him out. You think him by finish, too? Yeah? Me, too. I think that's some comments here, guys. Uh, Jalen, Jalen's look good. He's look great. Um, yeah, I don't I, I don't think it goes distance. Yeah, I was looking at, like, last week, I want to say, at minus two, 180. And now it's minus 240. I should have pulled the trigger on Ben, but... Uh, yeah, I'll probably end up playing uh, Jalen in some capacity. I think he wins. I really do. Yeah, everyone's taking Jalen in the, in the in the chat here. So, yeah, Quays looked terrible in that fight, man. What the heck was that, right? He just kind of looked like a uh, submission or knee bar bust. You guys think Turner could be a champ in the future? I mean, potentially. You never know. I mean, he's still really young, and he's so big for this weight class. He's only 28 years old. He's not old. Um, And he's 13 and 6. Doesn't have the best record. Been knocked out a couple times. But, yeah, he's good. I, I don't know if he'll be champ, but he's good. There's no doubt about it. All right, go to the next fight here, Marcel. We got Robert Whitaker taking on Drakus Duplessis. Odds for this one, heavy odds, man. Robert Whitaker minus uh, three ninety plus three twenty on Drakus. I, I you said it in the first podcast, right? You're picking Whitaker. Yeah, I mean, people will say, yeah, Drakus now got the surgery and he can breathe through his nose again, like he couldn't in the first fights he fought in the UFC. We still got to see a dude, you know. And I think Robert Whitaker. Uh, 
Robert Whitaker main nemesis in the UFC is Israel Adesanya. He has problems with him, you know. But all the others are not coming close to Robert Whitaker. Robert, yeah, Cannoneer did pretty well, but most of the guys don't come close to Robert Whitaker. He's an amazing fighter. At a certain moment, he's probably going to fade as well, you know. But this is not the moment. I think. I think he's better stand up than Drakus. Ground game is better than Drakus. Uh, the only thing he has to watch out for is that Dreykus doesn't let him knock up much. You know, that's that's the only uh, thing he should watch out for. I'm thinking Robert, man. I think he finishes him maybe in the third round with TKO uh, if Dreykus gasses again. If Dreykus doesn't gas this time because his nose is repaired, we see maybe a decision. But yeah, Whitaker, man. How can I go against Robert here? I mean, he should win. He should win, but like, man, Dreykus is one of those guys who just gets it done somehow, right? Like, on paper, though, like, Whitaker's just caught him cover everywhere, right? He's got way better striking, way better ground game, way better cardio, way better, you know, everything, really. He's experienced. Like, it's so hard to pay against Whitaker. It is so hard to. But, again, Drake is just one of those guys that's pulled off, you know, quite a few wins in a row now in fights where he was losing, came back, and won. I'll never really count him out, man. So, again, you know, guys, like, I think Whitaker wins, but at this, you know, he's minus, basically minus 400. I'm more confident in Yasmin and Simon personally at those prices than him personally. Um, and even, well, we'll talk about the main event in a sec, but like, he should win. But Jake is one of those guys, man, that he has just looked great. Like, he's just hard to bet against a little bit because he just somehow pulls it off. And with the nose thing, now that his nose is fixed, if it, if it, if it really does fix his cardio, who knows? We'll see. Who knows? Hey, he knows. He's got a lot of motivation here. Both guys do, right? The winner's going to get a title shot. This is going to be a really good fight. Don't you wish this was five rounds, though? Like, why is this not five rounds? I don't mind. I think Whitaker wins in three and a five. So, to be really honest, I don't really mind. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I think I think Drakus will give Whitaker a tougher fight than people expect, personally. Um, I don't think this is a complete blowout. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Whitaker just goes through him quickly and, 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 and gets the title shot with no damage, but... but I think it's going to be a war. And I don't say Drake is bad. Not at all. I know. I, never, I just, I think, I just think Whitaker is elite, you know? Yeah, I know he is. I mean, he is. But again, Drake is, you know, one of those guys where he just pulls it off somehow. Don't know if I can really kind of uh, completely count him out, guys. Anyways, comments. I mean, everyone's picking Rob. Rob. Oh, Rob by TKO. Uh, I don't know if the odds are out yet for that. Let me take a look. Uh, props. Whitaker by knockout. I don't know if it's out yet. Uh, go take a look. I, I'm not sure. Um, check your book. But they'll come out this week, obviously. Do you guys think Robert can make turnaround? I don't know. I mean, it's so short. And here's the thing. If, it, if they don't, then they have Strickland now to be at least a potential to go in that fight, right? Should be five rounds, I agree. It is a big step. I mean, well, Drake has been fighting pretty good guys too, though. You know, let's give him credit. Like, he's been fighting pretty good guys, not great guys. But, like, I think being Brad Tavares was the best win he had, personally. I think Brad is just so durable, so tough. And again, he won that third round, which is crazy. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, big email off the peak, Dracus. Yeah, again, it's all matchups. Like, what did you see? James Lynch video of uh, uh, fighters picking uh, Robert Whitaker or Dracus Duplassie. No, why? What happened? What happened? Dude, I think he's in his third video now, and thirty fighters have picked thirty zero for Whitaker. Yeah, um, I'm picking. I'm picking him too. There's no doubt about it. I, I, I don't know. I just think. Drakus could give him a tougher fight than people think. I don't, I'm not saying he's going to win, but I think it might go the distance, personally. Um, Possible. Yeah. All right, go to the next fight here. We got the co-main event, the trilogy fight between Brandon Moreno and Alexandra Pantoja. Now, on the poster, it says it's number two because the first fight was on tough, so it doesn't count as a 
uh, real fight, but it was an exhibition fight. But still, it happened. Alexandra Pantoja won that fight by submission. Then he beat Moreno in the UFC by decision. Yet, in the in the trilogy fight or the rematch, whatever you want to call it, Moreno's minus 200 and Pantoja's plus 170. You think Moreno wins, man? You think he's made those improvements? Or you think there's huge value here in Pantoja as a dog? What do you think? You know, I love Moreno, man, but I think there's huge value on the dog here, man, to be really honest. I think Pantoja gets very underrated by a lot of people, yeah. you know. Um, Pantoja's on a three-fight win streak. You know, he's only lost lately. He was in 2020 against Askarov. I know he lost to Figueredo before that as well, but okay. Um, I mean... He impressed me so far, man, in this last couple of fights, you know. And I think Pantoja is a difficult-style matchup for Moreno. And we saw that in the earlier fights. I don't want to take too much from this earlier fight because it's some time ago, you know. But but still, you know. Um, actually, coming a long way, right? Because I think um, Moreno got seeded at number 16 and Pantoja got seeded at number one in the Ultimate Fighter season. That's why they had to fight each other from the get-go. Um, I'm taking Pantoja here, dude. I think Pantoja gets the win. Um, I'm a big fan of Moreno. Uh, I absolutely love the dude, but I'm going with Pantoja. I'm taking him by decision here. He's definitely got a chance to win, man. I I feel mm. like this fight's way more of like a pickup type fight. I, I think that you know Pantoja's got value as a dog for sure. At the same time, though, Moreno's just he's really like leveled up, man. He's looked great. He's been fighting like elite competition. He's been looking good. Um, power, the, the submissions, like he finishes a lot of people. Pantoja's a finisher too. You know what, man? I don't know if this this fight might not go the distance, just the way that these guys fight. I mean, this is a good chance this fight ends inside the distance. Then again, maybe it's a five-round war. I think it's going to be a competitive fight, man. I, I really do. Um, I'm, I, I'm not betting on Moreno for this card at all. Um, at the same time, though, I'm not like super, super confident Pantoja either. Just because like he doesn't fight that often. That's that's what bothers me here, just the lack of activity. Um, but who knows? Maybe like not taking these wars will help him. He's got a 30 fights in his career, tons of experience. It's a great fight. It's a great fight. Uh, I definitely think Pantoja is going to be a popular dog pick this week. I think he's got a good chance to win. I'm going to go with Marino to edge it out. But yeah, I mean, I think the dog has a good chance, man. I really do. So I, I, I do think this is worth mentioning, though. Like Pantoja, you know, the championship rounds for Marino now, like that's where I think he has the advantage in those last couple rounds. But if he's down 30-27 heading in, he's going to need to finish him. So we'll see what happens. We're going to lie bet. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I think the topology order is a little off, but uh, we're not uh, 100% sure. Uh, right? As like, long as there are no numbering before the fight, it's not the it's not the complete order yet. There you go. All right. Main event, guys. We got Al uh, Alexander Volkanovsky taking on Yair Rodriguez for the UFC featherweight championship title unification bout. And odds for this one, man. Volk is a big favorite here, guys. He is minus four, uh, or minus three ninety, and then plus three twenty on Rodriguez. So same odds as Whitaker. I mean, Marcel, how do you not pick Volk? How do you not pick Volk? Right? He's like arguing that the power pound king. He's not slowing down. He's getting better. He's leveling up, guys. He he took Islam the distance and nearly beat him. Um, at Alpha weight class, uh, the guy is won what like a featherweight what like fifteen or sixteen straight fights in a row, eating everyone like Holloway three times. Just destroying everyone. The, the fight with Chance and Young was an absolute destruction. Um, the third fight with, with Holloway was an absolute beatdown. Like, when have you ever seen Max get destroyed like that? I mean, that was crazy. Dude's incredible, man. He's an amazing fighter. Rodriguez is great, too. Don't get me wrong. He's so exciting. Like, the amount of bonuses he has won is insane. 
super exciting. He's always live for a finish, always. And you guys know I've been picking him, right? Having against Ortega, having against Edmund, love doing those fights. Um, I don't love him here, though. I think that Volk just has him covered everywhere, except for, like, just creativity, I guess, and, like, um, you know, uh, randomness, I guess. That's the way he would win, I think, like a spinning back fist, spinning head kick, something like that. I think Volk has him covered. I think Volk probably just takes this fight to the ground and, and dominates with the wrestling, I think. Um, Volk or, uh, Rodriguez only 63% take to me, but it's not very good. Um, and Volk, you know, I think he'll go for the, or, yeah, I think Volk will go for takedowns here. But even on the feet, I think he can outstrike him too, like for the majority of the fight. And again, gotta be careful, gotta be defensively sound. But yeah, I, I, I feel like Volk wins the fight, man. I'm pretty sure he wins this fight. And uh, probably decision. Uh, that's kind of what I'm thinking. But uh, yeah, I mean, what's his name? Uh, Rodriguez got finished by ground pound by Frankie, so you never know. Probably decision, though. Probably Volk by decision. That's what I'm thinking here. I, I like Volk. What do you think, man? Uh, I picked Jair not to win against Volk. Uh, I think Volk. <laughs> I, I think Volk is just better. Man. Uh, yeah. I think Volk is. I'm not going to pick against Volk on featherweight, man. I'm not crazy, you know. Uh, Jair can win by some flash knockout or whatever, you know. He, he has this crazy, crazy kind of flashy stuff, but no, man. I mean. Full can control him, I think, on the ground. Jair is super tough. We saw it in the Max Holloway fight. Uh, I don't think Falk finishes him, but I think he wins a clear decision. Yeah. So um, I, I expect Falk to defend his title again. And uh, Falk should be number one pound for pound, in my opinion. But yeah. I mean, he lost the fight. That's why I wouldn't put him there, but it was of a weight class. It was close. So like, I can see the argument. All right, a couple comments here. Joe likes Jair by uh, inside the distance. Maybe. I mean, he's got he's got a chance. There's no doubt. But like, I, I think Volk's a better fighter overall, right? Yair's yeah, a hard matchup for Volk. Maybe, maybe Volk, Volk is probably like this one of the high, highest fight IQs in the game, though. Like you mentioned, talking about Moreno, more improved. I, I kind of agree, but I also think Pedro's going to be good. Like, yeah, I mean, I agree with you too. Yair's yeah, got punches, chance, spinning, someone taking down, controlled. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. Wonder if Volk goes for an early finish to get two, on 293. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? If they add him to that card. In my opinion, he should headline over Israel on the same way. They could do him in Topuria. That would be that would be good. I yeah. think they could do that. But that's so close. I don't know if they will. We'll see. He's so technical, dude. It's a good fight, but uh, yeah, I like Volk. All right, anything else in this card, Marcel? Anything else you want to talk about from uh, from uh, UFC 290, man? Like I said, I'll be there next week, guys. I can't wait. The, the, only, the only thing I want to say is let's hope Jack Della Madalena gets an opponent. <laughs> so, I hope so, too, man. Uh, like it would suck if he doesn't uh, get the fight. Yeah. All right, guys, that's it for QFC Q90. Really quick, we're going to just go to PFL Europe. Marcel, just really can quick. Can I put it on screen? Yeah, I can. But, like, I'll be honest, guys. Like, we always talk about PFL just to do a quick preview for you guys. But, like, I got to be honest. Like, I don't – I'm not super familiar with these fighters. Um, are you familiar with any of these guys on this card? Let me see. Uh, not this seeing... guy. Okay, this guy fought Brett Johns. Is Krushed Kaka yeah. out there? Yeah. So, I know him. But uh, do you know anyone else? Like, is there anyone – because I know, obviously, Marcel, there's uh, Belgium fighters in this card. Uh, yeah, she's a card. Yeah, I know her, obviously. Yeah. Yep. Fra France Malambo is from SBG Ireland. France Malambo yep, yep. above. Yeah, right here. Uh, let me Dominic see. Winning, well, I know from Cage Warriors. Anatoly Ball. She, he's from, uh, he, he fought for for uh, German, I think. Christina Breuer, is she, did she uh, fought, um, can you click on her, Christina Breuer? The, the, did she uh, beat the, the, the Dutch girl? Yeah, Urena Bars in kickboxing. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's a good win for her. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with these fighters. I just wanted to give you guys uh, just a look at it quickly. Um, Dylan Tuke is very is pretty well known. 
Rob you know, Lewis, a known guy. You know, some prospect. Look at this picture. That's a great topology picture by this dude. <laughs> yeah, this. <laughs> Dylan the Nuke. What's his name? Dylan the Nuke. Duke? The Nuke Duke. That's funny. Yeah, this is interesting. Okay, yeah. He's he's fun, yeah. And brave. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Well, I just wanted to quickly look at that card. Just a few comments, really quick, guys, and we'll get out of here. I want to get out of here. Uh, I think the Irish speed in the feet's going to be an issue. Maybe. Maybe could be if Yair went head coach, he will call a fluke. Probably he probably even if Yair wins, he'll have to defend his title. Like he'll probably have to get an immediate rematch. Yeah, I would imagine. All right, Mark. So let's get out of here, man. Just wanted to once again, guys, thank you for joining us today. Early preview show, UFC 290, and we just did the recap for UFC Vegas. I'm six out of the way. Um, I'll be away next week. I'll be at Vegas in Vegas for UFC 290. So I'm not sure when we're gonna do the next podcast. I'll, I'll keep you guys in tune on Twitter. Hopefully, Twitter starts working again. Marcel, anything, <laughs> you want, anything you want to say, buddy? Um, yeah, enjoy the fights, guys. Uh, looking forward to it. And um, yeah, Adam, obviously, I hope you have lots of fun with uh, with you guys in uh, Vegas. Oh, it's gonna be awesome, man. I'm gonna try meeting up with our boy Alex. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see James there, and Nick, hopefully. So it's gonna and be Amy. awesome, man. Who? And Amy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, take it easy. I'll talk to you guys soon.